0: Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk some history. All week, we've been celebrating Frankenstein, or... The Modern Prometheus, as it was originally titled, and we'll get in that in a little bit. The iconic, probably, I would say one of the top 20, if not top 10 books of all time when it comes to iconography, written by Mary Shelley, uh, and it's, it's been interesting, you know, seeing all the different ways that the characters have been used over the years. But today, I want to kind of take a look at the... The history, well, the story of the book, and then kind of the story behind the story. And I will say that just we're just scratching the surface here, folks. I have read some of this stuff and looked into it, and oh my gosh, there's I'm sure there's podcasts out there that do a better job than I do. You know, in just the 10 minutes we have together, and uh, I encourage you to go out and learn about this and everything. So... Frankenstein, or the modern Prometheus, was first published in January of 1818, January 1st, 1818, anonymously, actually. It wasn't until the second edition, published in 1821, that Mary Shelley's name actually appeared on it. And part of that is, I mean, one, she was young. She wrote the story when she was 18, and it was published when she was 20. And in 1818, a 20-year-old female writer... just wasn't going to get the attention and everything, so by putting it out there anonymously is what really got it going Um, and then once it's popular, it's like, oh hey look this amazing young lady wrote this and that's awesome the book itself you know, people talk about where it stands, you know, whether it's gothic or horror or whatever, Uh, we mentioned earlier in the week how it's sci-fi, you know You have science creating life and electricity and all this stuff, which, actually, I I take that back. You have experiments and things creating all this. You know, I I say electricity because that's the image we've come to know. is you have the monster laying out on the flat, on the, the workstation, the table, whatever you want to call it, and the electricity booming in everywhere. And, oh, it's alive, it's alive. That's from, like so many things, the 1931 Universal Pictures movie. Um, we've talked about Nosferatu influencing what we know and, or what we think about vampires. Well, the Universal movie did the same for Frankenstein. and Because in the original, it does kind of skirt science and stuff. Um, it is more that Victor Frankenstein had found this special element of life, this principal carnal knowledge that is life and what fills everything and, and creates everything, and that's what he used, and he tinkered with it. Also, through pop culture, we've come to believe that the body was pieced, in part together by numerous cadavers and stuff but it just goes to show you how many people like don't read the book, you don't listen to the lyrics, you don't read the book you whatever because he actually constructed the creature's body one feature at a time uh, from different things it wasn't necessarily just like body pieces put together but he actually constructed the body like a, a model or a modern mannequin. What we have is considered like mannequins and things. But. Due to films. And. Kind of partially. Due to. Um, this. This place called. Frankenstein in Saxony. That is now. Um, a city in Poland. We. Associate with this grave digger thing. And the reason I, I throw that city out there. Is In 1606. There was this big grave digger scandal thing that rocked it. And a lot of people kind of think that that may have influenced Mary Shelley. So kind of the combination, you know, you put one plus one, plus one is three type stuff. And that's, that's where we get that. Our, our interpretation of the story. But I think that, again, speaks to the characters. You know, I've said that a hundred times this week how the, the characters speak to everybody and how crazy it is you know that this story is most people don't know the actual story i mean because did you know victor m- marries his adopted sister and that his other adopted sister ends up being the nanny for his brother and then his when his brother dies the Adopted sister slash nanny gets framed for it and is hung and all this stuff. Like this is I I'll be honest I've I've read the book but it's been a very long time. Like we're talking high school, like twenty ish years ago. Um, But after this week, I definitely want to reread it and revisit it because I I think it'd be really good. So this book, you know, it's published. It came out, invented science fiction. You know, everybody who thinks sci-fi started with The Matrix, or with Star Wars, or Star Trek, or even Metropolis. You know, you go back to Mary Shelley. And when you look at how she wrote this book, why she wrote this book, her inspirations, it is all over the place. Uh, You know, the, the main story behind it is that her... And her husband and Lord Byron were on this retreat, and it was, "Hey, we're each going to write a ghost story uh, or a scary story, and whoever has the best one wins." <laughs> and that's Frankenstein was written like on a dare, really. If you if you look at it, and I think that's just insane, and cool at the same time um you know taking this monster because we'd had vampire books before this and taking this monster idea and just reinventing it and this is where we get you know kind of the modern prometheus and this is again where electricity comes in our understanding misunderstanding of electricity because the modern prometheus is a term that was actually more or less originally Given to Benjamin Franklin by Immanuel Cat, and he says, you know, he's the Prometheus of modern time because he plays with electricity and does all this crazy stuff. Um, Prometheus, you know, is the the Greek god who helped create man. Um, he, he was a titan, and Taught them how to hunt, and he stole fire from Zeus to give to man. And Zeus was like, hey, you're not going to do that. And so he's the guy that had to push the rock up, and then eagles peck out his liver every day, and it regrows. Now, with that, though, Mary Shelley actually thought Prometheus wasn't a hero. You know, most people are like, oh, you know, he he gave man fire. But she was a, a strict believer in vegetarianism and that lifestyle and so she you know in mythology theology she was like you know this is a guy who not only taught people how to hunt but brought in fire which is how you cook meat and so he's a bad guy and pulling from what we know is one of her favorite books paradise lost that's where we get our main characters from this uh in this story because victor victor frankenstein in paradise lost they refer to god as the victor the creator of life well it doesn't take a a rocket surgeon to figure out what's going on there and then when you look at uh, the creature you know when he's talking to frankenstein he even says that i should be You're Adam, but I'm a fallen angel. Well, the most famous fallen angel is Lucifer, the devil. And that, that brings up a lot of interesting debates as to who the sympathetic character of the story is. I firmly believe that Shelley intended Frankenstein to be the hero and the sympathetic character and the monster to be you know not not necessarily bad but like a lucifer character who did what he thought was right and who was punished for it and you know has to spend eternity reflecting on his choices but i what do i know i don't know uh the the story itself you know the way it bounces and around and, and plays around is genius using you know jumping from different point of views and you using notes and stuff from previous time, this is, that that framework is something that we see a lot now. I mean, you watch any Tarantino movie, you watch The First Clerks, uh, Citizen Kane, you know, it's a style that, again, much like science fiction or everything else surrounding this story, just took off uh, and became the norm, you know. Uh, The the story is is amazing. It has aged well in two hundred years. You know, I think people would do well to go and revisit it and either read it or reread it and kind of draw their own conclusions as far as who's the hero and who's the villain. And I would love to know, you know. And and then you can look at Shelley's travel log. She visited. Frankenstein Castle. She visited all these places where may or may not have drawn inspiration, depending who you believe and who you read and everything. It's oh my god! Like I, I almost want to do a whole podcast series over this book. Um, I don't know. We might, but check it out and let me know what you think. Let me know who's the hero, who's the villain. Is it Victor Frankenstein? Is it the monster? I have my opinions. I want to know yours. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. All of it. Just look for The Night Nerd. Follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. Follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Night Nerd. Or you can email me if you want to get like in super long debates. Nightnerd Nerd at TheNightNerd.com otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.